Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. <clears throat> um. So we we were talking before this, and um, I, I had to press record because it's something that I'm genuinely curious about. You, you mentioned that you've been playing Stardew Valley. Yeah, and we can't talk about things unless we're recording it. What's the point? What's the point? Like, we gotta we gotta let let them in on it too. Yeah, you know? especially when it's it's something as beloved and well, I would like to say universally beloved as Stardew Valley. Yeah, I mean, if you're into that sort of retro gaming thing that was actually kind of news to me before i really got into it i didn't realize there was like some kind of renaissance of like homemade games that look like oh dude they're made for nintendo it started since like the like the late 20 the late 2000 no wait i i got privy to it like early 2010s when like you start seeing all these indie developers basically make spritey games and like a lot of the best reviewed games nowadays come Mm -hmm. from this category yeah like Like, i'll look up what are the best games now and i'm like oh i click on i get excited but i see they're all like 16 mega and it kind of turns you off a little bit a little bit Mm. i think it's more about like they 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 par it down like they they can't they don't have the resources of like a triple a house yeah but they have a story to tell they have mechanics they want to try out Yeah, you can't make a last of us 2 without like 300 people but you can make a super mario brothers one yeah or like like, like shovel knight shovel knight yep. has had a huge huge following yeah never played that like um the crazy thing about stardew valley though that constantly blows my mind like mm. i've only ever like perused in my friend's farms i've never opened the game myself <laughs> yeah but it, it's crazy that like a single person created all of that the whole thing whole damn thing what's like, this moniker again from programming to i don't know but i i've heard about stardew valley in, yeah. a, in a book about video games which i'm also blood sweat and pixels i think the name of the book is it's a pretty fun read yeah they dive into like the creation of multiple games some you've heard of some you've never heard of but yeah that's how i heard about it and um so okay for those of you that don't know i feel like i do that a lot for those of you that don't know mm-hmm. stardew valley is like this game where basically you just have a farm and you have a life and the beginning of the game is so cute because the guy's working your your character you create is working in his cubicle and he goes ah and then he leaves to work on a farm concerned ape. concerned ape is his name i feel like the listeners were like shouting it at us so i just had to say it what's his name for closure concerned ape what's that that's his like gaming that's like his moniker oh oh the guy who created the game yeah concerned ape yeah and he did everything like from the graphics mm-hmm. to the music to the, the story the story the programming everything uh, and then, yeah, you just, th- that's it. That's the whole story. You, you, there's no like boss fights. There's no, yeah, you just have a farm. You go mining. When you go mining, you can fight some stuff. Mm-mm-mm. I I got married the other night. It was very beautiful. Hey, congrats, man. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, can you get married to multiple people? No, but you can get gay married, which is kind of nice. So, like, polygamy is not a thing in Stardew Valley? No, that's the one they're against. It's very not inclusive. It's bigoted. Yeah. Jeez. Well, um, the, I, I, it's never really been my cup of tea, like that, like those kind of games, like farming sims or really any sim. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's just not my cup of tea, I You guess. like real life. Well, if you're going to so farm, you're like, going to go to fucking... <laughs> Mongolia and no like like I I have an appreciation for like games that you play to relax Mm -hmm. but when I for me those kind of games tend to be like vaguely puzzle games yeah me too I try to find good ones I play those to kind of like relax and space out like like recently or like not even that recently for the last like four months I think like my go-to game of choice whenever I I feel a bit like twitchy is Bejeweled (laughs) Oh, okay. I've been playing Classic. so much Bejeweled. It's 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 a it's an oldie but a goodie, man. Like I played it like crazy on Facebook last time when it was on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and now it's like I forgot that you can play games on Facebook. That's weird. Re- remember, remember that time, that quaint, period of time, like a, the early two thousands or something like that. There's a narrow window for that. The late two thousands or something like that. Like all, yeah. all, everyone was like going back home to get on Facebook to play like games hmm. with their friends, either like um, things like Bejeweled or things like Words with Friends, yep. or like Words poker. with Friends. I was well into. Mm. I remember Zynga Poker. Yep. All of those, like we would play them like live, and then of course, like you could also like uh, compete for like high scores and all that stuff. It's funny that those things, maybe they are. They're not receiving like I feel like because of COVID, they should be giving a real big boost. I'm like, well, a resurgence the, of words with friends. Maybe like there's it definitely still has an audience, mm. but it's I guess because like there's just more games on your phone that you can access without playing with other people or like because, because every other game is connected to Facebook now anyway. That's true. So like if you play any mobile game, you're going to see all your Facebook friends on whatever chart. Um, but I do miss those days when like it would be appointments that you would go on Facebook that night to see you there, play poker with your friends. Right. Um, man, but yeah, Stardew Valley is great because it's just it takes up just enough. Like I like it because it takes up just enough brain power that I can watch a TV show, a mm. new TV show at that, and fully get it mm. and fully get the game. Mm. Or I mean, what maybe ninety percent of both. What have you been watching alongside? Oh my god, so much! I mean, I feel like if we start talking about that, we'll get into recommendations, which I don't mind. Ooh, well, before we get too deep into it, I'm going to stop the Instagram live. Because they only get so much. Yeah, and that's all. It's a teaser. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen to this again, even though you watched it. Um, but we've received a whole bunch of oh, really nice. Thanks, interesting guys. questions. And we're going to get into those at the end of the episode. So once again, for the third time in a row, goodbye, IG Live. And hello, hello listeners. Welcome, welcome to, to episode, episode 129. You dumbass. <laughs> Is it me? Is it you? Is it one of us is a dumbass? His name is Nathan Hartono. Is it? I'm the keeper of the notes. I'm looking at my notes right now. Okay, then I saved it under the wrong. Thing. Yeah, you constantly do that. Damn it. There's times where I'll be like, here's, I'll be like, here's a file. It's called one two five. I'm like, we're on one two eight, dude. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no wow. worries. Okay, the the number doesn't matter. That number doesn't matter. It's just the number, man. Mm-hmm. What uh, matters is what's on the inside. The next milestone won't be till like one one fifty. I guess one fifty. Hmm. I don't know one two three. Oh, well, that which we, we passed. Missed that. We missed that. Yeah, yeah, we didn't make a big deal out of it. I, guess. I don't think we even referenced it. That was a wasted opportunity. Yeah. I guess we have to wait till one thousand two hundred and thirty-four. <laughs> oh well. Oh, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. We have a decent amount of stuff. Um, yeah. Do you want to do you want to kick things off with uh, what we were talking about so much last week? Yeah. 
the survey. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for 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 doing the survey. If you didn't do it, shame on you and go die. How many people did it? Should I say? Let me know because I, 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 I was on the record as saying I was very disappointed last week. Okay. I think, okay, from last week, there was like a fourfold increase. Wow. So that's pretty good. And I will say that based on my listener numbers, which I don't want to release because it's it's awkward, uh, <laughs> we have about, for the people who listen, let me do my quick math, blah, 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 maybe like 15% of listen, people who listen to the episode filled out the survey. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. my friend who is in, like, is into surveys, yeah. who does this for a living, my friend who does for living, says if you get like a a, a five to ten percent response rate, that's really good. Hey, so thank you, gang. Our listeners are well above average. Yeah, you are certainly above average. Good job. Uh, we found out some fun things. I'm not going to share too much. A lot of it's in house, but I want to share a couple things. Yeah, but I'm I curious. think do we do the first thing first? Do we give away the Razor Kraken headphones? Well, do do you think if we do it too early, then like the people lose incentive to listen on? Uh, <laughs> what no. if like someone is like what if someone is like specifically just subscribed and tuned in just to win this headset but and but they've never listened to any of the podcasts and they're just waiting for their name to be announced we well need, we need to put that possibility of that one person through a bit more episode <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> all right i can get down with that <laughs> But there's some cool stuff I like that I found out from doing this. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm I'm annoyed actually that we didn't do it sooner. Yeah, but you know, break it down. I'm curious. It. I know nothing. Um, according to the survey, 85 percent, excuse me, 83 percent of you guys live in Singapore. Ah, which I know is not right. Right, because I know it's about it's closer to 60 based off of our downloads. Right, but that's cool. But like 84 percent of our listeners can be uh, from Singapore can be bothered to do surveys. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um. 65% are between the ages of 18 and 29. Mm-hmm. I can expect that. Uh, 1.2% are 60 and over. Hello to our Hello. geriatric listener. Oh, nice. Or, or a person who clicked the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, Get to the juicy stuff. We don't want to hear numbers and stats. Or we'll, I don't want to hear about like ages and genders. What, what do you want to hear? About? I don't know. Like get get to like the 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 juicy things because we, we 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 had a bunch of really weir- okay. weirdo questions. Let me there. let me open with this then. So here's one thing in the survey that is going to affect the future of the episode, as far uh. as I'm concerned. Um, and we talked about it a little bit, but only forty seven point six percent of you guys listen to this podcast for the games that we come up with. Ah. The one thing that takes up the most work so if that's the case then i think my com- but some people did were like no please have games yeah so people wrote that so uh, here's a compromise how about when we have guests which you guys love when we have guests to a tune of 62 mm-hmm. percent uh we will have games on i think so that's we'll, counterintuitive you gotta we'll go save backwards. it for guests no, you gotta go backwards what do you mean as in like with guests we don't waste time with games what because okay like no but my logic is that if there's a game and it's actually between two people and one of us can moderate that's exciting to listen to otherwise it's just one person being like say that thing again uh i don't know x-men 3 but it's also like yeah that's what we sound like i guess there's a slight competition element to it if yeah, you have play two people but also like what i'm getting from the survey answers is that people they 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 would rather ha- like conversation and yeah. maybe they get a little bit bored with the games that is true so like if we get a guest on it's best to like really juice that conversation that's true because 94 percent are here for the funny banter nathan mm. that's high that's I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if we get a guest here, we got to, like, juice out that conversation because like, it's always just a two of fucking us. Yeah. So, like, when we get a third person in there, we don't waste time yeah. with 
a, a, a game that might or might not work. We'll see. We experiment with that one. It's just the two of us. We'll, and we'll see. Maybe the system that we have right now is perfectly fine in that our games come up completely at random and whenever we feel like it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So it's not every episode that uh, 43% of you are not happy. Yeah. I mean, to, 53. We should do it 47.6% of the time. We should have a game 47.6% of the time. Exactly. Um, and actually, people actually, I'm surprised by this a little bit. People actually care about our opinions on news and current events ah. to the tune of 83%. Listen ah. for that reason. Boop, boop, boop. And this is also like, this is the survey's not frozen. Like, yeah. please go ahead and keep giving us stuff. I'm So, so like on that, but, right? Yes. I guess because it's a podcast, like we like it, it's not Instagram, it's not um, TikTok or whatever. It's a podcast. It's long form conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. where we're we're kind of emptying out our thoughts and breaking them down and really trying to have engaging conversation here. Mm-hmm. So it's an, it's inevitable that we'll get political and all of that, right? But I've always been curious, like, do people want? Outside of podcasts, you know, or like just in general, do people want like their public figures to be political? Do they want like? Do they want celebrities to be? Put, yeah. To, are, are, you, are you wondering if people are like shut up and strum something like that? You know, like to, did, to, like is is it is it? Because I I think about it sometimes. Like mm-hmm. if say I'm really into this athlete who like plays amazingly or fights amazingly or whatever, and then like suddenly they get political and and say that they're pro Trump, for example, like a political belief that I do not lean towards. Then like a part of me goes like, mm, I really wish they weren't political. <laughs> You know yeah, I don't I mean? know. I feel like it's kind of like if I like a celeb, if I like a celebrity or a, or a sports figure, and I find out their politics are not in line with mine, I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But I still enjoy them as a sports person. Yeah. But if I, I like them as a sports person, and I'm like, and they're in line with my politics, I just love them every more, even more. So it's mm, like, what are you gonna okay, do? okay. And I feel like it's irres, I don't want to say irresponsible. That's a harsh word, but it's yeah. borderline irresponsible to have a big flat platform, um, and to be an, and to be an educated person and to not share. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, right. you get, get get the word out. Yeah, but Colin you know, Kaepernick, people, man, Colin Kaepernick's yeah. the shit. Because like people have different beliefs, right? And then maybe like some people like their beliefs don't line up with ours or, or whatever. But because like, I I've been receiving like a few comments recently because during election season, towards mm-hmm. the end of election season, I mm-hmm. took a picture with you uh, dumb motherfucker Chi Sun Juan. He's like this really um, uh, uh, amazing politician. Um, uh, or I, I don't know. Do you call him a politician if he's not like in parliament? He he's still a politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's if still you, a politician. To do with the government in some way yeah he's um i don't think he's officially part of the government yeah he's like the opposition one of the heads of the opposition so he's anyway. a sucky politician whatever <laughs> he's a controversial a politician. Failed politician he's yes. a controversial p- politician i'll say that he's literally been arrested for like protesting mm-hmm. um and protest because protests are illegal in yeah, of course <laughs> um but yeah I, I i got a photo of him and then i saw a bunch of comments flying around basically saying like oh like um because you support him i don't support you like those kinds of things where it's like I I I get it, but also like, mm. I mean, it's like it's like self filtering, you know. It's yeah. Like, it, yeah. I whatever. guess it's just because like, I don't remember when I was growing up, or like even just in general, celebrities in the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, because they had no platform. Yeah, their views kind of were not known. And what are they like, gonna do? They're gonna go to Arsenio <laughs> Hall and be like, "Hey, BT Dubs, <laughs> I got a new single out," and <laughs> and. Black lives don't really matter. Yeah, I'm Rodney King <laughs> having a rough time. That's what they would say at those times. Yeah. Uh But um. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Cool. Cool. Cool that you uh, enjoy our views on things. Yeah. And, and I, to the seventeen percent that don't. Um. 
That's just not their main reason, is the way that's worded. You know? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> this is cool. I mean, also in the survey, we put this question of just like straight up, just like, hey, do you have a message for John and Nathan? Here's a thing. And they just wrote. And I love Open-ended reading question. each and every single one. I'm not going to share any because they're all very uh, lovely and private. And thank you guys for doing that. Though I will say. Oh, my God. Are those nudes? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They typed it. <laughs> In it's, like the ASCII format, it's really. I mean, it's huge. Like yeah. it's like there's like it's very detailed ten thousand characters here. It's almost like 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 dot work. Yeah, it's crazy. They used um they used the tilde mm. as for the pubic hair. Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, one person said that I was their spirit animal. I see you, I hear you, and I bless you. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Can your spirit animal be another person? I guess that's like humans are yeah. animals. Uh, on a technicality, I guess. Another person could be a spirit animal. Yeah. Makes sense. Maybe we don't announce who the winner is. We just email them. No, that's stupid. They should be able to like uh, anticipate our email because let's face it, our email is going to come to their junk mail probably. Maybe. All right. Let's pick a winner. So, John, what is the mechanic for picking our very special winner of the Razor Kraken headset? Okay. So, what I did was I put all the emails that you guys sent us or, or all the emails of all the people who entered in the survey. Mm-hmm. I put it in a big old um, Excel spreadsheet. It has a number. All I'm going to do is ask Google to pick a number between one and however many we have. And then whoever that is is the winner. So, let me do that right now. And no. Bin Excel spreadsheet. It did it by itself. <laughs> Excel is magic. Go- Google Forms did it by itself, man. Excel is magic. I don't understand how to use like ninety percent of it. I'm, I'm almost positive I don't know how to use ninety percent is general. I don't know how to use ninety eight percent of Excel. I've seen people do some crazy shit on Excel. Okay, it, it's like a calculator and uh, like a time machine, and it predicts the future. All right. I'm going to roll. Here we go. Okay. The drum roll, Nathan. You can stop. Okay. The number is blah, blah, blah. And congratulations to... I'm going to try to guess your... Oh, my God. I can't do this. There's Nathan, I'm going to fuck it up. That's the winner. Okay. The email. So... We're just gonna ju- uh, we're just gonna hope that from the email, your name is Zuhair. Zuhair, take me higher. Zuhair, Zuhair, congratulations! You are a wow. You are in primary school, and you are going to have a like you're gonna have a real good time showing this thing off. Awesome, man! So look out, or or person. Um, look oh, no, out. actually, no, probably in secondary school because their highest qualification is primary, primary school. school. Yeah. All right, so look out for y- an email, and I'm going to ask for your uh, address, and we'll send it to you. And then you can take a photo, and we'll we'll, re- we'll repost it on our social media because that's something I'm trying to do now. All right. Man, I would love to have won something that sweet in secondary it's school. It's pretty dope. Like, did you – have you ever won prizes from like – yeah. Compet- yeah. I was actually about to bring that up. Like, randomly – okay, so when I was growing up in America, I was mm-hmm. a Boy Scout. Okay. Tiger Scout, which is before the Boy Scouts, right? Uh, and yeah, we had a raffle, and it was like before, there was like four hundred people, and right. I run twice in a row. What? I didn't think it was possible. I won a plate of cookies, and then another plate of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> was that like the consolation prize? Uh, no, I don't think it was a big deal. It was just like right. It wasn't a huge event or anything. <laughs> okay, got it. So yeah, was that the only thing you've ever won from like a competition type thing? Like a completely random like draw type of thing? Yeah. Uh, I th- I, nothing else comes to mind, really. Mm. I had to earn for everything else. I had to earn it. Right. I'm I'm trying to think back because, like, I would always be tempted whenever I saw, like, magazine giveaways or, yep. like, radio giveaways or things yep. like that. But, like, I was such a timid child 
mm-hmm. and like a timid like teenager, I just didn't dare. Like the most I ever did in terms you're of scared? like scared, yeah. <laughs> like it's a very irrational <laughs> no, fear. I, I kind of get it. It's an irrational fear. I get it, but it's like oh, if I submit my name, then like they'll call me, and then I have to pick up the phone and talk to a stranger. Exactly. No, I get that. And then like go to a place and pick it up, you know, <laughs> because that's how you used to do it. Yeah, actually, like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I just remember I won something a couple years ago, but only probably because I dropped your name. <laughs> Yeah, one of the movie theaters here in Singapore, they were like, uh, "We have a special movie coming out. Give us a reason why you should watch and we, we want uh, why you want to watch this movie and who you're going to bring." And the movie was called The Great Wall or The Wall. Got it. And then you were in a musical at the time called The Great Wall. <laughs> and I was like, "I want to go with my friend Nathan Hartona," and I'm pretty sure I used like your official Facebook. Right. <laughs> I want to go with this guy to show him what a real wall is like. No. <laughs> Never ended up going. It was a pretty crap movie. I watched it eventually. I haven't seen it yet. I'm curious. It's, it's not that great. Matt Damon in China. No, um, no, different wall. Oh, what? Yeah, this is a movie with um. Uh, what's his name? The guy who played Kick Ass. There's another movie called The Great Wall. No, that, called The Wall. Oh, The Wall. Yeah, no idea. So it's it's the guy with uh, Kick Ass who's dating like a seven year old woman. Aaron. No. Yeah, Aaron Johnson? Jackson, Johnson Taylor. Yeah, something like Smith. That. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and John Cena are snipers in the desert. Cool. It's one of those movies. It's all. It's one of those movies that just happened in one place. Right. Like they're being. Anyway, I, I genuinely can't remember like any competition. I, I think the the closest thing ever. Sing China. No, didn't win that one. <laughs> <laughs> the closest thing um, to like that kind of thing I ever did was I submitted a traffic thing to oh. to the radio traffic, and they read mean? it. Like you know, like they asked for like traffic reports back, <laughs> like before the internet. was That was a thing. Amazing. Like, yeah. oh hey, there's traffic on the AYE, something like that. So like, oh, if you're funny. experiencing a traffic jam where you see something, you text a number and they'll read it out. I believe they might still do it, but because traffic cams nowadays are so yeah, high no tech, real. yeah. Similar thing. I had something on the radio. They asked a question, like one of those things, like, "What's your opinion on this thing?" And then I texted them, and they they read it out. I was like, "Oh, cool." I, I got such a kick, yeah. especially because I gave a fake traffic. I was like in my room. <laughs> oh, 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 this uh, okay. Now I'm triggering all these memories. Yeah. Uh, one time, I, I think I have the episode on my phone still. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson answered one of my questions on Star Talk podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. Sucks that he's a dick now, or hmm. always. It Is sucks that we find out that he's a dick. I haven't like I maybe I'm in denial of that reality because mm. I'm not a huge Neil deGrasse Tyson fan, but like he holds like a like the similar place in my brain that like Bill Nye has. Yeah, they're both just, dicks. Oh yeah, they kinda, treat people poorly. Kind of wish I didn't start this conversation. I now. know. Sorry to burst your bubble, Man. but he read my question. It was a thrill. the The host called me Don Cancio, though. That was kind of a bummer. <laughs> oh, of all the names to get wrong, yeah, John. I think it's one of the things he was too focused on my last name that he fucked up his first name. Right. That's what happened when I got my diploma. You were announced as Don Cancio? No, ironically. No, as in they got focused on the other, another name. Right. So, like, my name's pretty straightforward. It's John Cancio. You can do it, right? Yeah. The person who is getting their diploma after me is Carla Duna Rianu. <laughs> if you guys know her. Kin. What's her name? So, has she yeah. ever been on this show? I feel like she has. Yeah, she has. She has. Yeah, cool. She'll get her on again sometime. Yeah. Um, she has to talk. She's in a long-distance marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, yeah Her yeah. husband's stuck in the Philippines. Is she? Is it public that she's married? Whatever. It is. Um, it is. Okay. Good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, apparently he came to me after he butchered my name. He was like, Joe, Jonathan, like, I don't know what he said. He just mumbled it. Did he say your full name? Yeah, because because it is okay. To be fair, my full name is Jonathan. 
I think they would say Jonathan pa- okay, Paolo, it's pretty long. Paolo Reyes Cancio, to be fair. Yeah. But he told me afterwards, he was like, I was so focused on getting Carla's name right. I didn't even <laughs> think about you. I was like, fair enough. That's a rough job. Yeah, what are you going to do? Um, I remember yelling out on the, from the podium. I was like, close enough. And I <laughs> went up and got my diploma. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I don't know how that feels like. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are a dropout. Yeah. <laughs> It's annoying. It's tedious. Am I trying to think? Did I even get like any? Was there any ceremony for graduating junior college? I don't think there was. Mm. Oh no, there was, but they only gave out prizes to like people that achieved things. Ah, yeah, I didn't really achieve. You like special achievements? I think so. It was like, oh, this uh, best help the most old people. Like not really, but you know, something like that. Yeah. What about what about the sing, sing the national day song? (laughs) <laughs> what has it been how's that been like? i haven't touched base on you about that um that's whole been, thing that's been interesting um yeah. it's been very very interesting so like uh if you don't know and don't live in singapore uh i words every year we hold a national day parade it's kind of like you know a big national celebration to celebrate mm-hmm. singapore's birthday something you can only do when you're a city state country yeah. <laughs> you're small enough for that you know yeah um, and it's a island-wide celebration. It's a public holiday. They usually have a big parade on the day itself. Um, and this is unique to Singapore. I'm sure maybe some mm-hmm. other countries do it, but as far as I know, Singapore might be the only country that does this. Every year, they set out to have a new theme song. That's weird. That's like coming up with a new national anthem every year. A little bit. A little bit. Like, that's the expectation that's, that gets built up upon it, only because many of the earlier songs that we had like back in the 90s even the 80s like some of them still hold up till this day so that's why like some people are constantly like expecting it to like be as a tough gig yeah it's a really strange thing they're constantly expecting the national day theme song to basically be like worthy of that mantle because there um, uh, there there were some songs from the 80s and 90s called like count on me singapore or like stand up stand up for singapore like stuff that has been like around for ages and then of course there's home by dick lee that yep. even i'm sure you know that was a national day song i thought okay that yeah makes it's sense. a national day song as well yeah so like people are it's it, they're constantly trying to like cross jump over that bar i guess yeah um, this but year usually they have Singaporeans write the song, <laughs> perform the song. God, they really went downhill. Well, actually, fun fact on that: mm. um, the the two songs, the first two songs I just referenced, yeah. "Stand Up for Singapore" and "Count on Me Singapore," two Malaysians. songs that are sung almost at every National Day uh, celebration. Literally uh-huh. every National Day celebration, whether you're in school, whether you're at the celebration itself, right. or whether you're just at some pro-Singapore thing, <laughs> the ch- chances are they will sing or play that those few songs uh-huh. written by a Canadian. Oh! Oh! Not many people know that. but um, Which Canadian? Uh, just a guy. <laughs> just a dude? Just like, a dude. Legit, just a guy that was visiting. <laughs> It was just a guy that was visiting, collaborating with a local musician in yeah. Singapore named Jeremy Montero. And like he Jeremy Montero has written stuff for um National Days and all, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So like they were like, Hey, let's work on a National Day song together and a Canadian composer. Oh it. yeah, or okay. Kuntun me, Singapore. <laughs> well thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. Stand up. Uh, anyway. What rhymes with Singapore? Yeah, uh, so in case you didn't hear, there was a bunch of controversy. Um, it, it was like a non-controversy, yeah, really. It's, but it's, I like that you shined a light on it, though. I think that was the coolest part. It was only because... Fuck those people. <laughs> it was only because, like... Um, it, was, it went unaddressed, mm-hmm. and people had questions. 
And I've answered questions before regarding my my citizenship. I speak very plainly about it. Holy shit, it's like you and Obama, dude. Always got to prove your fucking citizenship. <laughs> uh, I, I, I speak very plainly about it. I was born and raised in this country. Um, I, I, I was born a permanent resident. China. I was born a permanent resident. I... I believe it's because when I was when my brother and I were born, my parents weren't sure if we were staying put in Singapore. Sure, they just didn't know. I think that was what what, what happened because my sister, who was born three years after me, she was born Singapore in Singapore. In Singaporean, right? Yeah, because um, I, I I hear it's not common to be born in Singapore and not be Singaporean. Is that yeah? Right? If you're born in Singapore, you are Singaporean, right? Yeah, I have, I have a friend who is American. His child is Singaporean. Cool. Yeah. See, so that. Um, but yeah, I was PR for the first eight, uh, 20 years of my life. After NS, I, I, I was able to apply for citizenship. And I've been a citizen ever since. Um, however, Wikipedia says none of that. <laughs> and that's that's where everyone kind of got their information. Oh, God. Uh, Wikipedia seems to think... I, I don't know if it has been changed. I haven't checked. But for for like as long as I can remember... I'll so, change it right now. For as long as I can remember, Wikipedia seems to think I'm an Indonesian-born um, singer. Um, that's like the line that they used to describe me. So I, I understand why people got upset. But at the same time, also like, why get upset? You know, like... Even if I wasn't born here, even if I had just moved here like seven years ago or something like that, um, would that be so wrong? I mean, if a Canadian can do it, <laughs> if a Canadian can do it, but behind the scenes though, so it may, uh, I the, guess, the written by, and I guess foreigners you, can only yeah. like work behind the scenes; they can't be the face of it. Yeah. Did you write this up? Did I write what the national day? Oh no, I didn't perform yeah. it right. So I, I didn't write um, the song. I submitted a song because I was... We were why, talking, why not? We were talking because about it early in the process, and I submitted a song, but um, unfortunately it was not picked mm-hmm. because it didn't quite fit the vibe they were going for. Like, okay. the vibe they were going for, if you heard the song, it's a very, like, sentimental, mm-hmm. very intimate, low and slow, you know? Um, the song that I submitted was a bit more like, yeah, hype! But at the same time, like, also, there were some, like, interesting lyrics in there. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, I was listening to the demo that I submitted a few, like, yesterday, last night, just out of curiosity to hear how I feel about it. And weirdly enough, like, the song that I submitted all those months ago, back in, like, March or something, it's almost like the perfect song for like what's happening lockdown in my <laughs> no, 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 country no, 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 no. Okay. like with what's happening regarding oh, this right here i'm singaporean <laughs> please don't doubt me <laughs> like it, it's it's almost like weirdly relevant to this whole situation where everyone's talking about my citizenship and like just fighting online and also like the conversation that we had as a nation the last few months during the election and all the hype behind that um yeah, it's interesting. So maybe I'll I'll think of a way to like put that out somewhere. That'd be interesting, right? Um, like a concept album, maybe. No, no, no. It's just literally just one song. Um, but you know, I can't like just a concept re- song. I can't just release it because it's not very polite to NDP now to like just drop the song and go like, boom, there's mine. <laughs> because uh, I, I I love the song that I did. I think it's a perfectly good song. It's just that I didn't write it. So Should- there's definitely less of a connection there. Yeah, fair because enough. of it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the first line of your Wikipedia says that you're a Singaporean singer-songwriter. Cool. Yeah, and someone edited it today. Nice! <laughs> I mean, they, they made an edit today. I don't know what the edit was. Uh, it was probably that, because I remember for the longest time it said I was Indonesian-born. And, like, I, I noticed it for, like, many, many years now. 
I always knew it was, change it. yeah, I just really never, like, I, like it was like legit, just I looked at it, I was like, eh, what's the worst that can happen? You know what's not on your Wikipedia page? What? Any mention of good hang, hint, hint. Really? Someone's got to edit that. Yeah. Someone needs to edit that and then like have an index of every single episode and an episode description for every single one. And please, then also have references. Yeah. <laughs> please put this, please put Nathan is the... Is the looks half of Good Hang? <laughs> John brings the content and the funnies. Please put that. Mm-hmm. And then, then you have to give me a Wikipedia page. It's just going to be like Nathan Hartono's friend. It's so much work. Indonesian born. Um, but yeah, so 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 that that was my weekend. Um, That's cool, man. Dealing with things like that. But like, okay, I'm curious because like I I was I'm honestly like okay with it. Like I yeah yeah I, yeah. I, I I'm literally like not even that phase. Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, you but, cried, but <laughs> I think that's what people think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like legit, not that face, but, and, and like, I thought that the posts, I, I made two posts about it uh-huh, uh-huh. just cause I don't want to harp on it for too long. I made two posts about it and like a lot of people were reaching out saying like, Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, did I not? Don't kill yourself. <laughs> it was very much like, Hey yeah, man, yeah. are you okay? Like, like, hang in there. Yeah. And like, I, I really thought I was putting out the, the vibe that like I was fine. <laughs> That like from an outsider's perspective, what did it look like? I I knew you were fine. Yeah, but that's, but I know you. Okay, no, Which, but see, I really thought I conveyed through my posts that like I didn't really it, it wasn't phasing me. So I just found it interesting that like yeah. almost all my friends like reached out and like different people reached out <laughs> and like it was just like guys. I like I like, the, like I like that you tweeted. I just yeah yeah that, that, no I like no I like what you t- what you tweeted right but yeah I was looking at people who reposted on Facebook you know that old place mm-hmm. and like. Some people were like, oh, well, you know what was interesting is what? that people who I'm pretty sure don't know you but mm-hmm. are my friends are reposting you. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and seeing the comments on there, I'm like, mm, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, like for example, John Chua was just like, he just reposted and it went, ha ha. <laughs> and then mine, which I'm particularly proud of, I said, clearly a fake tear. Boo, go back to your country. <laughs> and then there's this motherfucker. Hashtag Hartono, go home, bro. No homo, repost, cause FOMO. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was great. Great. Um, yeah. So much content. But no, it, yeah. What, what I thought you were doing was shining a pretty, uh, a light on a pretty important topic, I feel, which is, yeah, just the anonymity of the internet and people just being negative and shit. Yeah. And you handle it in such a great way with grace. That, ah, that was good. I'm proud of you, brother. And it, like, the, the, yeah, like the, the, the main thing was really just because hate on the internet is something that I think gets vilified quite yeah. a lot. Um, I was just, I was really trying to convey like a sense of humor about it and that like things were like, it's okay. I mean, yes, the fact that these things have been said, um, and the fact that these sentiments exist in some way, shape or form, um, can definitely bring up conversation about other issues like racism or like xenophobia. Yeah. Um, there's definitely that layer to it, but like what I was more fascinated by and what I want other people to think more about is that like the hate and all that shit, they come from people as well. Mm -hmm. And like... I don't know. It's 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 tough to really um, try balance it out, right? Because sometimes it's because of these people that like end up spewing hate from these anonymous accounts that you have these like fucking Facebook comments with forty eight replies and people just yelling back and forth at each other. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just takes that one spark of a troll to like light a fucking fire. It totally can. I mean, that's what the whole internet is these days. Whether yeah, it's Trump or COVID yeah, yeah. or National Day songs or soccer teams like no no one's happy with anyone else exactly. it sucks so I, I guess like, I'm just trying to figure out like there has to be a more constructive way to have these kind of conversations mm. like yes the easy thing to do is just ignore it and let it be mm-hmm. but 
I don't know. The 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 sympathetic part of me wants to like let them know that they're heard. <laughs> let, Fair just enough. let let them know that they are heard and they're recognizing that their their shit and vitriol has a place and it's not just floating out in the cloud. Yeah, right? but I feel like what you did also is showed that those people are so dumb and like people are like now saying, "Hey, those people are dumb," <laughs> which I think is great. Cool. I don't know. You like, I, I, you I, like I, judo did. You like kind of like. I you know? like my my main thing is more like. Give give those guys a break. They're having a tough time. Well, that's not okay. That's not what came across. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're having, no. I guess what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's like, they're having a tough time. Like, give them a break. You know, really. Like, they, they, it's it's there might be racist sentiments. There might be like really morally weird sentiments. But for the most part, I'm pretty sure if you met these people in person, they'd be perfectly no. But that's the fine. I'm sure they're perfectly fine ish people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just have, but because the internet, because they feel slightly about something, they're going to comment and they're, because the internet, you got to put your words in. It's, it's all stupid. Yeah. Have know. you, have you ever gotten into like an internet, like comment fight? Mm, no. Hmm. Have I? Boring. I could try. <laughs> just start flaming shit. It's very easy. All you have to do is like leave a very ignorant comment on like a video that you think people will watch. Yeah. It's and, and it, and it, and it can't, it doesn't even have to be like ignorant in like a way that's racist or, or like, yeah against a religion or whatever it can be like like you're watching a, a basketball game or something yeah, yeah yeah and then you you see a buzzer a three-point buzzer beater and then like you put in the comments like it was late <laughs> yeah something like that Shoot or like down. or like uh basketball's two points idiots or something like that <laughs> all right what if i do this okay this is based on the youtube video we were watching before we started what if i was like uh to all you people seeing that who all you hawaiian pizza haters that say that fruit doesn't belong on a pizza how about the fact that tomatoes are fruit? Idiot. Read a book. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like shit like that. I'm joking, but that is actually a thought, isn't it? That's a that's a great comment that will <clears throat> get at least like 150 replies of people calling you a shithead and an idiot. No, some people, and then all the people are going to be like, yeah, he's totally right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do it. <laughs> it's true though, right? And then if you're like, ah, I'm, yeah, whatever, it's te- it, it could be a vegetable. The point is, I don't like sweet things on my pizza. And I'm like, oh, so you like tart tomato sauce then? You like, like your bitter tomato sauce? <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Ah, internet's a fun little place. Go back to your country. I never, I, 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 I rarely comment. Yeah, me neither. Uh, like, I, I'm on Reddit all day. Yeah. Reading. You never comment? Commenting, no. I never, I think because like, for better or worse, like all of my accounts have my name on them. Right. <laughs> Like all my accounts have my name on. Like, I don't make have a throwaway account. Yeah, you'd think by this point I'd have at least like one. I have a, like one throwaway Instagram account, but even then I'm careful with that one because, like, you know, I don't want people to like request follow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I I don't have any burner accounts on YouTube. Oh, now people are gonna look for your Instagram. They can't find it. They'll never find. They'll it. never find it. But um, unless I tell you what it is, <laughs> I'm always I, I I yeah. Maybe I need like a burner YouTube account just so I can like leave comments. Yeah, that it's, feels like a big waste of time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for a very selfish reason that I've always wanted to have like a very highly upvoted comment. Oh yeah, like have a okay. So here's my thing. Here, if I do make a post, it's yeah. gonna be on Reddit. It's gonna be on Life Pro Tips. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be super voted up, but I I don't know. I don't. I never dare to post it because like, <laughs> you're scared. You got you got to jump into the abyss, man. Where it would come full circle. You'd like like Here. like taking part in radio competitions. I'll, I'll do it like this. I'm gonna share it with you guys. And if someone put, if I see it on Reddit on our Life Pro Tips, I know that I touch someone. Uh, Nathan, 
Maybe this is a thing that people know, but maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you this already, by the way. But like, if you can't find your phone and you know roughly where it is, mm-hmm. like if it's in your bedroom or in the living room somewhere, um, you don't know where it is. It's lost. But you have wireless earphones, an Apple ear, ear AirPod or whatever. Mm-hmm. You plug that in. It says connected. Then you hold that thing down. You ask for Siri, and you tell it to set an alarm for three seconds. Boom! You find your phone. Why couldn't you just like do that? Without the headphones, like just say, just like, Siri. "Hey Siri, yeah, try it." Doesn't work as well. Oh, really? It, it it could work, right? But it's not. It won't work as well. I mean, the headphones will work. Got it. Try it. Cool. You're welcome, people. Nice. Put it on subreddit on the subreddit. <laughs> Life pro tips. You might have bought, brought this up like literally last episode. God damn it! <laughs> but um, yeah, I've never had. A, I've never had a highly. I think I've only ever had like one highly upvoted comment, and it was like just a weird nerdy MMA thing. <laughs> like it was on Max Holloway's like fight decision, and I put up like a link of saying like this is on, a on Reddit, no on YouTube, on YouTube. It's like oh, this is a link of Joe Rogan saying like a, a new way you, to you uploaded a video to YouTube. I uploaded like a, like a like an opinion and then a link ah saying that judging an MMA needs to be completely overhauled, and they True. need to not do boxing points, and they need to have more than three people because so many fights get shit ass decisions. Yeah, that whole three judges thing is where they should. Just have like 20 no no exactly <laughs> the solution is to have 10 and like they don't all have to be like athletic state commission judges they can be people from the area that work um in mixed martial arts that are practitioners that understand it they just have to be explained how the point system works probably has a lot of bias at stake then if that's the case no but that's the thing like if you just if you because like it's it's biased if you get fighters to do it but if you get like local people that have no kind of like at all allegiance to yeah. any one fighter I don't know. I don't know. It's I a thought. Yeah. But yeah. It, I'm yeah. digressing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think... Okay, so... I feel like our podcast lately, episodes lately are taking on a rough format, which is us chatting for a while, having some recommendations, and then going to listener questions. And I like it. Mm-hmm. But my question to you, Nathan, is what do we want to talk about now? What do we want I got some wrecks, yo. Okay, sure. Go for it. Okay. What? It, it feels weird to throw it that way. Nathan, what, what have you been... Wa- okay. One of the... <laughs> One of the people on the survey said, like, in your recommendations, feel free to recommend, like, anything. Okay. So, Nathan, like, it doesn't have to be an entertainment thing. Just okay. what do you recommend for our listeners to do, experience, feel, think about, whatever? I recommend stretching. Oh! Yes. It's something that we all know we should do, but we probably don't do enough. Unless you're, like, one of those people that posts, like, one yoga photo a day. Then you probably stretch Sandra. enough. Congratulations. Um, but chances are, like, most of us don't stretch nearly as much as we need to. Like... It, I, I've known for a very long time, but I've always just been very lazy to do it. Because um, like, every time you have like weird pains in your back or your neck, your pussy or your crack, like chances, uh-huh. chances are it's not necessarily like a muscle, a muscle kind of dystrophy or like a weird bone thing. Because people lack of flexibility. Yeah. It's really just like tension. Like, Mm. tension creates pain. And sometimes, like, the body is so interconnected and weird in the way that sometimes if there's tension in your calf, you'll feel it in your lower back. Or if there's tension in, like, below your knee, you might feel it in your neck. Like, it's so connected. Yeah, I I don't mean... We don't even mean that in, like, the spiritual sense. Like, literally, your body's connected via fascia. Yeah, yeah. So that shit can travel. And nerves, obviously. Exactly. The whole idea of, like, your sciatica. Like, it's a nerve in your butt and can hurt your whole back and leg. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. So, like, yeah. So, like, a huge thing that I've been doing recently from my... Because my back has been kind of wonky as of late. Mm. Um, 
And what I used to do all the time was like I would roll it out, or I would like um, go for a massage, or I, if it was extreme, I'd go for like Cairo or something. Mm-hmm. Not the best call, especially chiropractic, chiro, chiropractic, chiropractic, ter, chiropractician. <laughs> What's the word I'm Chiropractics. looking for? Chiropractic, Chiro, chiro, chiropathy. My brother's a chiropractor. I should be able to get this. Chiropathy. Yeah. Um, no shade on your brother, but it's not exactly like a proven science. Oh uh, well, okay. So the, there's a gray area there. Yeah, it's but very like, gray. But they're specifically back doctors. Yeah, but it's the kind like of thing spinal where, health. But it's the kind but of they're thing not going to cure cancer. Yeah, but it's also the kind of thing where like, um, what chiropractic? <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Chiropractics, I think. Chiropractics. Okay, okay wait, wait, what's it. your sentence as best as you can? Okay, there's only so many things that blank Dang. can fix. <laughs> Chiro- Chiro- Let's go with chiropractors. Chiroplexion. Make it the people. Okay, fine. There's only so many things that chiropractors can fix. I think it's chiropractic. Chiropractic. Just... Not a lot of things that chiropractic. Chiropath. I, I, still, I want to say chiropathy. Chiro. Oh my God, the words lost all meaning. <laughs> Okay, so um, there's only so many things that they can fix, but I, um, I feel like most of what they can fix is very temporary and fleeting. Like a, a lot of the core problems oh. that come from pain always comes down to your own musculature, always comes That's down so to your funny. own tension. My brother would say the exact opposite. Yeah? That if you want temporary relief, you have to do the muscles. If you want full release, it's spinal mm-hmm. uh, or skeletal. But really, he would also say do both. Right. Man, like, so I, I don't know. Only because like I've been looking into it quite deeply because I've been trying so many ways to kind of manage back pain for sure. the longest time. And um, I know for a fact that chiropractic fucking... <laughs> I know for a fact that going to the chiropractors is, yeah. is not the solution because I've gone mm-hmm. a few times. And like it's more of like in, when I'm in extreme pain and then maybe it requires some adjustment, uh-huh. then sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the most part, it always comes down to just like stretching the muscles and making mm. sure that they're constantly stretched. And it's something that you try to do every day because like logically you'd want your body to feel limber and at as hundred close to 100% as possible, right? Yeah. And how you do that is by stretching. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing a lot of like glute stretches, a lot of calf stretches, and it's it's fast, it's cheap. You don't pay anybody to do it. You just maybe look up some YouTube videos on do, like do a pigeon the pose. best way to do it. Um, you can watch other YouTube videos while you stretch. So, you know, it, you don't necessarily waste your time um, because that's kind of how I feel sometimes when I have to do like physio things. I'm like, right. Ugh. So tedious. So that. But yeah, it's been helping me loads. Like I'll just do like a quick, seven eight minute stretch and i know it's working because it hurts like a motherfucker yeah like it just hurts so bad like but not in the way that like a back pain would hurt it just hurts in the way that like i'm your not flexible yeah yeah it's just i'm not flexible I you're can't pretty stretch. good though like you can, t- can you touch your toes and all that stuff i mean i can now but that's because like i've been i've been so normally you can't well it would take a lot more effort oh really so like right now i'm I'm like I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah i can see your neck i'm your sat in an l shape and i'm touching my toes yeah and it's doable, but, but your knees is, are bending. Yeah, so it's really tight around. So, like, my I don't legs. know why, but I'm weird. I've always been kind of flexible. Like, yeah. you see the difference. Like, I'm touching my toes, but my knees are perfectly straight. Because I got muscles, bitch. You're also sitting on a pillow, which like is cheating. No, it's not. It's protecting my tailbone. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, in terms of the stretch, 
Is it? I don't know. It's a very flat pillow. This is weird podcasting audio talk. I know. <laughs> Just two dudes stretching. <laughs> uh, spin off podcast from Good Hang. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend that if you don't stretch. Yeah, see, like legit, just that little stretch that I just did. I do did, feel better. That little stretch I just did uh, to show John I could touch my toes. And like my 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 back feels so refreshed right my now. My calves are really, t- my calves have always been tight to the point that I think they're like short. Mm. Like my calves, like if I get, like the only thing torture you can do to me aside from like waterboarding, I guess, is massaging my calves. That really, shit hurts like a monster. I really want to try waterboarding. You can. It's not that hard. We yeah. can do it later. I've tried, but like on it's myself. No, don't do that, guys. <laughs> I've tried on myself, and I think that's why it didn't work. How did you put a towel on your mouth and you took a water jug and poured it on? So I I, I put the, uh, like a towel, a wet towel on my face, and then I sat underneath like because my shower, my family house is long enough for me to lie down in. I'll lie down okay. underneath the tap and then like turn it on like just a little bit so that it's just dripping randomly. I think you have to make it. No, no. I think you have to first. You have to use way more water than that. Right. And second of all, you have to like seal it. Right. I know, but then I also like <laughs> like oh, hmm. Yeah, maybe you gotta like pour it. Oh, it, okay. I can, cause, yeah. Because because what I did was I did the the. It wasn't necessarily. I think wa- you missed mixed up Chinese water torture and waterboarding. Yeah, I think I did Chinese water torture. Yeah, that's the one where you just drip on your forehead. That's, that's nothing. That's what I did. Yeah, waterboarding is when you put a towel. Don't do this at home. Yeah. But it's what they did in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> is that, yeah, you put towel over your mouth and nose and you kind of seal it around uh-huh. so that there's no air from the outside and then you pour water straight over the towel so it yeah. feels like you're drowning. Hmm. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I've never done it, but apparently it sucks. How the fuck did we get here? That's a weird one. I'm not sure. Stretch. Yep. Do uh, make as, sure to stretch as much stretching as you can. Um, it will benefit your daily life into your future. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As, as, yeah. 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 As, especially because, and this is just a random story, but like I did a show just two days ago, and one of the my fellow performers in the show was a local jazz legend. His Ooh. name is Louis Soliano, um, and he's 78 years of age right now. And he's like this very, uh, he looks like a frail old man, uh-huh. but then he starts fucking drumming and singing and it's like, holy shit. Wow. Um, yeah. But his, um, his body is definitely like going. And like, I was talking to him about it just the other day. And like, he was telling me about all the stuff that he's always tried and all that. He has like, he has like back problems and like it goes onto his leg. Yeah. And I was letting, I was telling him about all these stretches that I've been doing recently, but then I also realized that like someone his age can't do these stretches just like that. Yeah. You know, it's like a whole other fucking effort. Um, so it really emphasized to me like the importance of like starting this stuff like as early as you can or like as soon as you become conscious of it is your responsibility to kind of like keep that shit in check. Because like once you cross the threshold of like the time when your your body just can't do it without do it. assistance. Yeah. Without weird machines or other people, um, that's when you're going to be like, ah, fuck! I should have like stretched my back while watching. Yeah, that's when you sad. Or like, I should have, you know, did some like cough stretches during uh, great Indian British matchmaking. Make, Indian matchmaking. That's more relevant. There yeah. we go. Um, <laughs> are you watching that too? Uh, no, everyone else in the house is. Everyone else in my life is. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like the little that I caught, I'm like, this is pretty compelling. Yeah. Like it's it's well, is it indie matchmaker matchmaking matchmaking matchmakers whatever like you know what it is. Uh, and yeah, it's it, it's not my official recommendation, but like yeah, it's just like Indian people, whether they live in India or in America, they go to a matchmaker to have them find them a wife or a husband. I'm sure it's fascinating. I just can't be fucked. Of course not. Yeah. 
I mean, if you neither can they. Hey, hey get Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> but you can take your own advice, man. You feel like you need to stretch, throw that thing on. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of reality. Like, it, it, uh, it would take so much for me to, like, start a reality show. I'm so, like, I'm so against it. <laughs> That's fair, dude. Nothing like, only because, that. only because, first of all, like, so, so much of that shit is overproduced. Uh-huh. Second of all, like it, it rarely goes anywhere. Uh-huh. Third, you can get like shorter and more well-made, like kind of reality show-ish kind of things on YouTube. There's tons of that kind of content YouTube on YouTube. Is the best. Like, there's so much, and like it's semi-reality. Some of it is like you know, if you want to watch drama, YouTubers are always up to weird drama. Yep. So, I, I I go there for that. Fair. To fill that hole, to fill that void. Hmm. Is it a void? I guess so. I mean... The niche. The need. Yeah, it's definitely Whatever. a need outside of like, you know, there's like the movie watching need. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then there's like the sitcom need. And then there's like the others. <laughs> and I feel like all the Netflix reality shit falls into the others. Fair. I fill the others with YouTube. Fair. Yeah. yeah, me too. I watch a lot of YouTube. I remember there was a time where one of my roommates was like, this was years ago, mm-hmm. but still, they were like, you subscribe to channels on YouTube? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking like, yeah, It's like, don't you just watch cat videos and stuff? Like, that's not how YouTube is. YouTube, I probably spend more time watching YouTube than I do watching like TV. Yeah, yeah man, you were, ahead of your, you were ahead of your time, man. Ah, of course. You gotta, subscri- you gotta subscribe to channels. You gotta click the bell for the notification. Hit the, the bell, guys. What's up, you beautiful bastard? Um, <laughs> I have like, I, I'm, I looked at it, I haven't looked at it before, but I saw it the other day. I'm subscribed to like 107 channels. Mm, that that's, sounds about That's right. a lot, mm. it seems like. I, I haven't, checked how many i'm subscribed to but like i i i definitely delete the ones that like don't matter to me anymore right you yeah. call it every once in a while yeah just how, to, how many have just, you clicked the bell icon for uh, i have like five i think two and they're not even like shows that i watch that regularly it's just that they never come up on my that's own. what i do like or, or that yeah. they're rare they don't produce episodes very often so i want to make sure i don't miss it right mine is just because like um, I, I watch GMM. Like I've been watching Good it. Good Mythical Morning. Yeah, I've been watching Good Mythical Morning for like the last like seven years, eight years maybe. Uh-huh. Um, and I've watched it on the same damn YouTube account for the last seven, eight years. But for <laughs> some reason, I always have to search up their videos. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, like it never pops up on my front page. So I, I have to click and, until I click the bell. Then like they start. But that's what they're always complaining about, right? The YouTube algorithm, something, something. It's weird. Click the bell. Blah, blah, blah. It's very, very strange. Right, cool. Um, I want to get to the questions from the audience because that's always my favorite part. But before yeah. we do, I, what's your recommendation? I think I've just realized that n- th- there's never going to run out of inter- entertainment. Entertainment. Because <laughs> like I feel like I was like, what the hell am I going to watch this week? Oh, put this on. I'll put this random thing on. It's amazing. I put this random thing on. It's amazing. Yeah. Three movies came out of nowhere. They were fun. Yeah. So it's hard. But like what I watched this week, <laughs> um, I watched. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of Gra- Gra- Greyhound was mm-hmm. this week the Tom Hanks movie, which is World War Two, right in my niche. Yeah, uh, there was Old Guard, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I'll keep it to two. I want to recommend one movie Wait, and one before, TV before show. you go and I have a quick question regarding yeah. what you just said. As a creator yourself, is it more inspiring or is it more intimidating that so much good shit is like available? Everywhere? Inspiring. Yeah. Which, by the way, sorry, I should have talked about this earlier. Like, I feel like I'm so down on myself. Uh, I got um, hired to direct my first video shoot. Bam, bam, bam. Week. I mean, it's not much. It's a YouTube video. I mean, sorry, it's a it's an influencer video, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm directing it. It's pretty fun. That's fun. So yeah, I'm li- really looking forward to because like I just stumbled into this. A friend was, friend was like, "Hey, you're a photographer. You have you know stuff. Come, come direct <laughs> this thing for no money." I was like, 
you right. have equipment <laughs> pretty much and then i was like and i was on set and i was like oh we should do this we should do this oh this angle is better and i was like holy crap i know how to do this oh so it's done already this is th- that job led to another job nice. which is much more real job that's actually paying nice but it was weird it was such a weird experience to be like i mean i guess i shouldn't be that surprised but yeah i was on set and i'm like oh we have to do this because of this reason oh make sure you're not crossing the line because then it won't cut right together and i was like i know what i'm talking about yeah that's how you start man and like it's it it, it always starts from like some weird random ass like, pro bono gig usually. i guess the, uh, you got to be open to these opportunities oh 100 percent. yeah so i find it inspiring that there's so much coming on Nice. Eventually, we're going to have some stuff on Netflix coming out of Singapore, hopefully soon. Good But I would like to recommend, okay, the movie I want to recommend is Palm Springs. Mm. We watched that the other day together, Nathan. It's a, um, what's it? Kristen Melody and Andy Samberg are stuck in one day at a wedding and they have to get out of it. But in doing so, they also fall in love. Oh. It came out on Hulu. You can find it. You know where you can find it. Uh, it's amazing. I thought it was a really, really good movie. It's weird that... Such a tired trope, you know, the Groundhog's Day, uh, whatever day trope. It repeats itself. It just day repeats itself. Russian Doll. Russian Doll, uh, uh, other things. Happy Death Day. That's the one. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. The chemistry between those two was like, I thought it was fantastic. And it was the same people behind all the Lonely Island stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who it, also made Popstar. Yeah. Which was a severely... Well, that was bad. What? I didn't enjoy it. Oh. I don't barely remember it. <laughs> Did you like it? Nathan just gave me Corona. It's like it's it's. I I truly believe that was a severely underrated movie. A severely underrated movie. I, I, just, I generally don't remember anything. Oh my god! It's I don't so remember good. any of the songs. There's like five songs, right? It's so good. I love Andy Samberg though. Like I, from Brooklyn Nine Nine, SNL. We, everything. Weirdly enough, it was just a finale song that didn't stick it for me, and I think maybe that's why because they didn't finish with their strongest track. Uh-huh. But I think it was a severely underrated movie. So well written. Um, and I heard recently that like they got a little screwed over because they chose to market the movie around like to make it look like a Bieber gimmick, right? To make it look like a Bieber gimmicky kind of parody kind of situation, and that wasn't what they were going for. But all the <laughs> ads and the posters and the trailers made it look like that was what they were doing. So it was very dismissed early on. But give it a second chance, man. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Like, especially the song about equality. I really don't remember. I mean, I'll check it out. Maybe I'll listen to the songs. But Palm Springs, I highly recommend it. It, uh, it hits the perfect... Like, I just... I, I'm starting to really understand what I really enjoy, which is, like, I love a rom-com. I love a bit of science. And I just love the comedy. Like, there's a little... It's not a lot of science, but... Yeah, it's really good. It's a perfect mix of, like... not. It's clearly not slapstick. It's just, the, it's just really funny... Really heartfelt, really beautiful. It's tight. Highly recommended. It's really tight. Super tight. And like, I've been reading books, obviously, because I want to get into screenwriting about, about screenwriting. I've been reading screenwriting books. And like, this movie is formulaic to a T. Like, to the minute I knew it was going to happen because it's following the formula. But it's such a great expression of the formula that I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it, when something is made with love, performed yeah. well... Like chances are, like until you start breaking it down and analyzing it, you're not going to realize all these moves and tricks that they're pulling on you. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. I'm at the point where it's like it's only when something is shitty and like really badly performed that you get so so pulled out of it. Yeah, that you're like, oh, yeah. No, but this. I'm just saying, I I enjoy it. I enjoy the the execution of the formula. Yeah. I'm like at this point I'm like it's about to turn bad because it has to and then he's gonna have a meeting with the mentor is very Joseph Campbell it was great <laughs> but the one thing I thought that I was for sure gonna be my, my main recommendation this week before other stuff came along uh, there's a show on Netflix I don't think a lot of people caught it it came out last year it's called Unbelievable 
It is unbelievable. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, That's a weird way to segue into this because it's actually a very serious story. It's based off a true story about a girl who accused, Um, who was, who reported that she was raped. Yeah. And the police didn't believe her because she was unbelievable. I've heard about this. Yeah. It's it's like a fiction thing, right? It's not a documentary. It's not a documentary. So it's based off a true story, but it's a eight episode miniseries. Yeah. Starring Tony Collette, um, the, the, the non- Jonah Hill, girl from Booksmart. Merritt Weaver and Caitlin Dever. That's the one. It's really good. And But what, here's but it's weird what made it so bingeable to me because I did it in one sitting. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't stop watching this. Right. The reason I couldn't stop because it made me so fucking angry. Right. Like, especially in this day and age of like, uh, of, you know, Me Too movement and, and stuff. It's like, the fact that these people wouldn't believe this girl was raped and could basically convince her that she wasn't when clearly she was, mm-hmm. it was astounding. It was unbelievable. Dude, this stuff happens like... Oh, yeah. So, so much. Oh, um, yeah. Something very parallel to this that is actually... It's on Netflix as well. Netflix. Netflix as well, but mm-hmm. it's also a documentary. Um, Trial by Media. Do you see that one? Oh, no. I keep seeing the icon, but I never... Yeah. So, Trial by it. Media, they basically cover like a whole bunch of different trials back in the 90s and I think early 2000s mm-hmm. when social media, media in general... Wasn't around it? No, no. It was like starting to come up. Oh, okay. So like even way back in the 90s and the, I think even the late 80s when like people started like... Uh, when news started covering trials and right. things like that, they covered this one very, very specific one that happened in... Uh, somewhere in the East Coast, either Connecticut or Massachusetts or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this woman got... Straight up gang raped. Oh, straight up gang raped in a bar full of witnesses. And uh, were they all in on it? No, but like no one tried to stop it. The fuck? Yeah. Okay. Um, because they thought just having fun. Um, and then it went to trial, and it it was it was covered by the media because I think it was they were just starting to do that, and because the whole country was fascinated by this story, uh-huh. they asked like the news media they asked to cover it. And it's so fascinating to watch that and see how things are now and you compare it to back then and how people were reacting to this woman's story about Uh, getting gang raped in a bar. They were like, what was she doing in this bar? Why was she wearing that thing? Basically. Like literally, Uh, note for note, that's what they were saying that she was asking for. uh, But like, it's just so, it makes it so much more real to see it being documented and you see these people saying it and like, there's still a long way to go but we've come quite far <laughs> we've we come going. quite far we've come uh, as, like, so thank you Harvey Weinstein I guess that's, I that's what I'm guess. saying <laughs> yeah but unbelievable it's 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 great it's it, uh, the trigger warning for sure because yeah. the depictions are, are quite graphic but it's a very important story and I feel like it's told very well it's it's like how I felt about 13 Reasons Why but it probably is going to age better 13 Reasons Why. And was... not have a second season or third season or fourth season? Yeah. Dude, 13 Reasons Why, I stand by my, my statement on it being a dangerous show. Yeah. Like, it's not... It, it, I, I, I felt suicidal after watching the first season. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I just felt so... I was like, oh, jeez. Like, mm. life is quite hopeless. <laughs> and I don't think that's what the show wanted to... Like, I don't think that was the intended message. No, no. Yeah. And then it stretched into a larger metaphor when the second, third, and fourth season were complete garbage. And then, oh, life is pointless. <laughs> but yeah, no, Unbelievable really shows that how to like really, why you have to believe women. Mm. Not all women, but believe women when they say 
something happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Not it the sucks. woman, not the woman behind Plandemic. Oh yeah, not her. Holy <laughs> crap. Oh, the John Oliver episode this week was so good. You watch it on yeah. Conspiracy Theories? Yeah. Perfect. All right, cool. That's our recommendations. Uh, stretching and Palm Springs and <laughs> unbelievable. Check them out. Let you got know. two recommendations? Yeah, because now that we're loosening up the strings, I'm like, whatever, baby, this is what I feel. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yes, third, third recommendation. No, no, go, go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll start with the good hang questions. Yeah, I was, just, hang gang. I was just going to dive into a few questions I re- we received on Instagram Live. Yes. Some of them are very, very interesting. Okay, let's start with something a bit uh, light. No trolling here, mm-hmm. and this is a question by Mikey. Hey, Mikey. No trolling here, but what are your opinions about masturbation? I think it's great. is it normal to feel? <laughs> is it normal to feel guilty after doing that? Ah, uh, I think mm. it's totally normal, but it's not right. What? I, I, it's oh, normal, it's, it's to, feel normal to feel guilty, but it's not right to to feel. Yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> it's normal to feel guilty, and you shouldn't do it. You fuck. <laughs> You know what's weird? What? Um, okay. So in college, in university, uh, one of our modules in acting school was like a one-to-one performance where literally it's one performer, one audience member, and you do a show. Mm-hmm. Mine was about masturbation right. and the guilt I felt growing up in a Catholic high school and right. my sexual awakening and all that stuff like that. So yeah. I've thought about this topic probably more than others. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like, dude, there's so much that comes from religious guilt. Of course. And like, I guess it depends on your current relationship with religion and how tied into it you are. But like, I think the bigger picture is, like, I mean, whoever you worship, he, she, it, has bigger things to fry. Yeah. Like, really. Then you're, then you're jizz. <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I, yeah. I grew up in a, a, a very Christian, mm-hmm. um, and they would denounce it like crazy, especially like when we were getting older, like yeah. in the 12 and 13s, um, like suddenly the, the messages became very focused on like what you do alone in your bedroom. Oh God. And like the thoughts that you have towards other women oh, and coveting them and how it's, it's evil. Oh, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a heavy, heavy thing. Oh my God. Dude. All right. So TMI, get ready. Yeah. Uh, and now I just feel like I'm reliving my one-to-one performance, but basically dude, I felt so guilty when I was growing up that every time I did it, I would like say the act of contrition, which is the, tr- the prayer you say when you go to confession and when uh-huh. you feel really gu- guilty. Oh, no. I can still rattle it off probably off the top of my head. Oh, my God. I'm hardly sorry for having been for it. Yeah. Always, yeah dude, how fuck. old? How, th- till how old did you do that? Um, Three years ago. Oh. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, when did you start jerking it off? Are we, this is weird. <laughs> um, I start. Um, I'm not sure when I start. Get ready, people editing Wikipedia. I remember when the good stuff. I remember when I first like realized uh-huh. that like that was a thing that could happen. Uh-huh. It was from like um, a a <laughs> um, like a like a massage stick. Oh, that was used to let you know like to massage your calves or your back or your shoulder. Yeah. One day I was like, I was like way young, sure, um, or not super young. I think it was like maybe like nine mm-hmm, or ten mm-hmm. or something. I was watching TV and like just randomly like using it because it was fun. It was like, oh, it's like it's it's like vibrating my legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's vibrating like my my my, my, my testicles, and my back. And then like I left it around my crotch sure. area, and like it was like, woof. <laughs> hey there. Hey, like, you know. something's happening and i i remember just just being very like whoa like what is that of course i was too young for like anything to happen after yeah 
because uh, uh, fun fact to girls, in case you didn't know, um, maybe some boys and some boys, <laughs> um, uh, nothing comes out of there um, but your pee until like what twelve, eleven for me, I think. Yeah, puberty basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dry coming. Those are the days. So much cleaner. <laughs> so much cleaner. Um, but yeah, that's when I discovered something was happening there. Um, but I don't think I, it was like a regular part of my life until yeah. like maybe, uh, I would say like closer to like late secondary school, like 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 How's 15, that? 16. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but even then, it was tough back then, man. It was really difficult to like... Find porn. Yeah. Like, like to, really? to, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It was difficult to find something to do it to. So like imagination would sometimes work best. Yeah. Um, also, My but, spank bank is potent because mm, of that. Nice. But, but also because like, um, yeah, just like space, you know, like you're in your family house and all that. Yeah, yeah, fair you enough. T- like I, I used to not be allowed to lock my door and like. For this very reason. Well, I've never been caught, I don't think. Oh, I got but, caught once. It was so ox. <laughs> But my parents were, they were more in, in, intrigued, not intrigued, amused. They were more amused by it. Right. Like, I think my, my, one my, either my mom or my dad popped in first. And I was like, fuck, get out of here. And like, <laughs> then my other parent came in. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> God. It was pretty funny. I, at least they took it. Like, I, to be honest, in hindsight, I'm glad they took it that way. As opposed to like, you're going to church right now and we're scrubbing your dick with That's holy good. water. That's good. I'm like, that would probably feel good. Yeah. You. Mm. Um, it's, it's my nightmare. Yeah. It's my nightmare to like, like be 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 mid ejaculation and someone walks in. Yeah, because then like this is there's nothing that you can do. Like I I don't know how it react because like, like it's like you just like stare at the person, just make eye contact. <laughs> yes, I will come down for dinner. <laughs> Thank you. I've never yeah. So thankfully, I've never been caught. But it's very natural to feel guilty, especially if for you're sure. raised religious, because like there's a lot of weird hangups that people place on it. Um, but you know, you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Keep going, man. It feels great. Let me give you a tip. But, uh, but also yeah. before, before you say it feels great and all that, it's also like everything in moderation, you know? Oh, fuck that. I'm gonna go another way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You go first. <laughs> you know, there's no moderation needed here. Uh, I was gonna say is that sometimes you want to get a quick one. Well, most of the time, sometimes take time, mm-hmm. light a candle, mm. get some lotion. I feel, place, like a, I feel like the, like, some Jacob Collier. Uh, I I feel like I I don't know too much about like how the females do it. Mm-hmm. Mm, from what I hear, obviously, <laughs> from what I hear, it's 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 a lot less. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, mechanic, <laughs> mechanical, I guess. What? <laughs> it's a lot less mechanical. Like you know, like sometimes guys are just oh, I gotta, I gotta come, e- um, but e- like and and it, and it tends to be like a guy could be done in like. 30, 40 seconds even. Yeah. If it's like... Because I, I, I have been in some desperate situations where I've just... just like Especially in the army. Yeah. It's like, sure. You just, you just got to like... You got, you got your window here. You got to get creative, Between man. reloading magazines. You yeah. Know, empty yours. Yeah. You got to get creative with location, time, space, everything. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I feel this is TMI. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is it sexist to think that girls like make much more of a show of it? <laughs> of a show? <laughs> But definitely they take longer. Yeah. <laughs> take their time, you know. Um, but I was going to say, everything in moderation, because, you know, um, it's like like most good things in life, it's, it's, um, it, it rushes the endorphins and it 
flushes you very nicely of like very good feelings. Whatever, man. I can't start my day till I jerk off. I'm like, it's like my coffee. <laughs> Just got to clear the head, get ready for the day. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. A- anything good needs to be done in moderation, especially if it's like that physically like pleasurable. Sure. Because like it can always just be like this emergency button that you press when you're feeling anxious or like nervous. It's like, bam, splat. Yeah, down. you're right. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But <laughs> this is the lo- this is weird. I think it's like this is the first time we've really talked at length about whacking off on episode fucking 120. Really? I feel like we've spoken about it. No, you're thinking about poop. Right. Okay. <laughs> We're gross. I mean, like, gross it's definitely, I can't think of anything else where you feel the highest high followed by like the lowest kind of like, yeah. There's really, there's, there's very few other things because it's like whoosh, like, and then it's like. No, but I mean, I'm a big fan of the clarity that comes afterwards. Oh, yeah? Like, if I have to make a decision, I can't make one. Just. Boom! Oh. Then like, ah, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. Right? Because I've definitely been like, ah, oh, fuck! Like, I need, I, I, sh- I should be doing like work right now. <laughs> like, like, or, or it's like, ah, oh, fuck! I should have left the house like ten minutes ago if I wanted to like get there on time. <laughs> I wish I was joking, but like, <laughs> you know. So, so there's, there's I've definitely had uh, a few times in my life where it's just like, bam, and then like straight right down like a roller coaster. Yeah. Honestly, I can't really think of a logical reason why one should feel guilty from doing it. Yeah, just know that it's normal because of, you know, wiring. But, yeah. um, hey, man. It's good. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, really quick. I don't think they put it in the official questions, but someone asked me earlier, and I said I'll talk about it later. Uh, any recent earworms, Nathan, mm. that you've got? Recent earworms. What's yeah. yours? My, Jacob Collier, man. That fucking NPR uh, tiny desk that he did with, like, the five Jacobs. Yeah. I listened to it, like, five times. I can't get enough of it. It's so good. It's fucking beautiful. I also can't go over the fact that I don't think he feels emotions. <laughs> like, that is a thing with Jacob Collier. Like, what a musical genius. He does all these things, and he talks about love, and I want to spend time with you. I'm like, do you? Don't you want to stay in that room and just make music? Is that your thing? But, like, you also got to think that, like, in order to make music the way that he does, you also need to be able to feel very deeply. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no way that he can make you feel all those things if he didn't feel them to some extent himself. That is true, I guess. You know? Because there's, like, I've got uh, 37 lottery tracks. <laughs> but, uh, it, uh, it goes up by a monitor. His mono- voice has uh, always kind of freaked me out. <laughs> and I think that, uh, you know, it just really hits you. And, uh, yeah, okay. Stevie Wonder, here you go. You left out the the British part of his accent, but uh, sure. Uh, hello, uh, welcome, welcome, Jake <laughs> <laughs> Um, my my, oh, what is my earworm? I haven't really had an earworm in a while, mm. um, because I've just been listening to like a whole bunch of shit. BTS came out with "Boy with Love" in Japanese, and it's weird. Oh, that's a non earworm. Mm. I only, only tried it once. Maybe I'll try it again. Um. Oh, what is my current era? I guess uh, uh, I, I really can't think of That's one. That's okay. Yeah, I don't have Jacob Collier. I, I escaped the earworm for this for this week. Sixty minutes NPR. It's fucking amazing. It's in the show notes. Check yeah. it out. That's what I forgot to put in the survey. Do you actually look at show notes? <laughs> I spend time on it. Yeah. It's fine. Um, like the if you're gonna recommend a YouTube video, I know we've left the recommendations, but I can't help but but in here. And highly recommend Mark Rober's um, latest video where he tries to um, create a squirrel-proof bird feeder. It is... How is that possible? 
It is. Le- it's legitimately probably the best thing I've seen this year. Huh. I'm not even kidding. It's it's just a video of him trying to like figure well, out. Who is this to... guy? I don't know who this guy is. Mark Rober. I'm sure you've seen some of his videos. Maybe. He's like a engineer kind of person. No. He does like videos where oh uh, here's here's like a breakdown of carnival games and like like oh yeah yeah yeah, why yeah. They're... this is why you can't win yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. oh ah yeah. that's so funny I went through like a day where I watched like three of his videos but this is great and then I never came back to it but I will now because yeah, it's he's awesome fantastic. he's been he's been he's been putting out like free um live science lectures for students because he knows that he has a big fan base of like families and kids and all yeah because schools are out yeah yeah um next okay. one next thing. Uh, this guy says, can you guys make some merch? <laughs> oh, I've been thinking about it, actually. What, what, what would you make? Massage uh, sticks? Yeah, toilet paper. Hmm. I mean, a shirt. That might be kind of cool. A shirt? I don't know. Like, the the first thing that I think about is, like, will the trouble of making it be, be like, offset the sales and... All of that, but then again, like you know, maybe maybe you don't make merch for the money. You make merch for like the connection, the con- and you yeah. know, yeah, to the be in good some- feels to be in someone's closet, but legally. Uh, if you guys want us to make merch, what do you want? I, I right off the top of my head, maybe bolster pillow covers so you can you can sleep with Nathan and I, like just, like body pillows, like full size body pillow cover. So like two sets. I mean, us, like a set of two. Me with my fist on my head, kind of just leaning. Mm. You know. Uh yeah, coffee cup. It could be like a body pillow where it's like um, it, 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 you, we can make it look like where if you set it up right at your where, where your pillow meets your blanket. Yeah, it will look like we're peeking out of your blanket. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, like Juon. Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe a, a place to hang your bananas. Like mm. Good hang. You know. Next question. Next question. Um. Uh, oh no! Where did I go? Okay, there we go. Tell some stories about the most haunted places in Singapore. Ooh, I don't know any, do you? I've had very limited experiences with, Me like, too. the paranormal. I will say this. I'm a complete skeptic. Right. But I've always been, like, close to stuff I can't explain. But I always feel it's explainable once you understand. But I will say this. Um, how how widely known is that whole thing of, like, marbles dropping in HDBs that you hear above you? Have you heard of this phenomenon? No, no. It's a thing. You can give it a quick Google while I talk about it. Okay. So, there, from what I understand... And I Googled this back in the day because when I moved to Singapore, I was living at HDB. And legit, I was like, what motherfucker is dropping marbles above me? Mm-hmm. But apparently, it is a supposedly a well-known thing that it's a ghost phenomenon in Singapore. Where le- legit, you'll just hear like, and it would happen at all times of the night, all times of the day. It was so random. And yeah. So it's just like poltergeist? Supposedly. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's maybe an explanation, but you Google it, it comes out, it's a thing, yeah, right? Yeah, it turns out it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I've had experience with that, you know. I don't know. I feel like with most of these things, it's like you either see them or you don't, right? Like yeah. some, like I don't necessarily not believe it. I just don't think I... Have experienced it? I just don't think I exist in that realm. Sure. Because to, to a certain extent, I believe that there's maybe parallel universes and like different realms and occurring within the same space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't have access to that realm. I guess, you know, that's why they say some people have the third eye. Third eye, yes. Because I've seen too many things, heard too many stories to like say that, oh, that can't be true. Mm-hmm. Um, like there has to be some validity to it or at least like some validity to like how our brain chemistry interacts with the environment to create such experiences. For sure. I've just never had them. Um, 
I used to be terrified of that shit though when I was younger. Like, For sure, man. Like Chucky was my yeah one of mine too. I couldn't take it. Like I, th- I think it has something to do with the fact that like he was like supposed a, to be friendly. Well, more like the same size as me. Oh yeah, that's true. At the time, I was afraid of him. Ugh. So it's like I, this thing would be like at my eye level, and it would kill me. Ugh. Like legit, I used to be so scared going to the bathroom by myself at night. Um. Because I thought when I turned around, Chuck was going to be there. be there, man. Stab you in the face. Yeah. No, I get that. It's insane because I look at it now and it's almost like hilarious. <laughs> it's it's almost like a comedy bit that like... There are times where I'm like, I feel like while I'm peeing, Chuck is going to get me too. Like just randomly. I don't know if you ever witnessed um, the era in Singapore where Planet Hollywood used to exist. No, never. Mm. Where was that? So, you know where Liet Towers is? Where there's like the big Starbucks... Oh, like behind hours. Orchard? Uh, next, to Wheelock. next to Wheelock. Next to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now it's a fancy Hermes. Right. But way before, and I, it used to be something else, and before that, it used to be Planet Hollywood. Mm. Like a restaurant, Planet Hollywood. Chicken fingers. Yeah, and they had like these props and things all over the place, and I kid you not, they had a life-size Chucky doll, and it scared the fuck out of me as a child. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking scary. I bet. Holy crap. It was just this Chucky doll in a Lucite case in the middle of the restaurant. Ooh. And like, as a nine-year-old, I was like, why? Just trying to eat some mozzarella sticks over here, man. Go away, you red-headed bastard. Yeah, and it doesn't help that the, that the toilet at the time, like the bathroom of the of the Planet Hollywood, mm-hmm. was the trippiest fucking bathroom ever. Like just Michael Jackson everywhere. I might appreciate it more like now as an adult, but when I was younger, I thought I was in hell. Ugh. Like there's just mirrors everywhere and Ugh. like weird textures and like it. They 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 tried to like make it look really avant garde. It was very cool, I must say, but terrifying, especially like when when like you were going there alone in the same space as Chucky. Uh-huh. Like I wanted my trip to the bathroom to be as non-disorienting as possible. Um, but the bathroom there was, it made it very difficult. Yeah. It was a cool bathroom though. I think it was like they had TVs in front of the urinals and they like show movie clips. Did you hear that fucking marble drop? Is that a marble? That, just put your phone down. But on the carpet, Nathan. No, no, no. You guys hear that listeners? Did my mic pick that up? <laughs> I don't believe in no ghosts. Okay, last question. All right. Because we are deep into it. Take us home. Um, uh, I'll do this quick speed run because I, I want to honor the questions. Do we not save them for next week? Is that another thing we should... Or can't no, it's do? not really worth going into. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, this person asks, how are you doing? Great. Thanks. Really do. Thank you. Um, this next person asks, uh, Felidiga says, favorite country to live in? Uh, like, is it like of the countries you've lived in, which is your favorite? I guess. I guess. How, like, I, I guess mean, Singapore, how else would you then. know, right? I guess Singapore. How about like country you've never been to? That like, if you were like, if someone was like, I'm going to shoot you in the head unless you move to a country that you've never been to. What would you go with? Okay, how about this? Like, you had enough money to live a comfortable middle class life. Yeah. Which country would you live in? In any country, you have enough money to live. I think my question is better. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, um, Nathan, gun to your head. You have to live in a country that you've never been to. Okay, where do you go? Uh, then we'll answer yours after. Italy. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I'd probably put the UK. Mm. Oh, we're so white Eurocentric. No, it's it's only because like I feel like Italy's in the center of a lot of that stuff, and you can take Corona, a train nicely. COVID. 
and also because I've been to UK and it's 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 a bummer. Oh, did I pick the wrong place? Oh well, locked in. Like the thing, like UK is such a it's such a fascinating like that whole part of the world is so interesting because mm-hmm. it's just so somber. Like the, it's, it's so cloudy all the time. It's so that as wet well, wet all the time. That as well, but also because it's just so rich in history, mm-hmm. like the architecture everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just feels like it's been through shit, you know. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like when you go to like parts of the U.S. where it just feels a little bit more frivolous, I guess. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a feeling that There's you more get history in every block. It's know? more like it's the feeling that you get when you wake up at the beginning of your second week in UK and you brush your teeth and you go to the supermarket to get groceries and then you'll feel it. Which is like, ugh. Like you'll, a, you'll just feel the feeling that I'm describing to you right now that is that I can't quite describe. Yeah, I don't quite get it's it. It's not quite sadness. It, it's just, it's just it, there's a seriousness to I get what you're saying. Europe that you don't really get in many other parts of the world. I get that. Yeah. I have also have this thing where like, I feel very nervous in places where they don't speak English. Mm. It's terrible. Well, I'm actually getting better because I love hanging out in Korea, for example. Right. Motherfuckers, no one speaks English there, so. I'm okay with it in every country except Japan. Why is that? Because like, the, like <laughs> I love Japan as a country, but culturally, um, they're they're generally a very closed off people. Sure, they're like they they put on a nice face. Yeah, they put on a very very nice face, uh, and and customer service over there is like fucking world class, like mm-hmm. beyond anything that you've seen anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But like it's like after you know, yeah. like, there's a certain attitude that they treat foreigners with that I just really wish I understood. Gaijin. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that kind of vibe, but also like it just feels very like a a very distanced kind of Uh thing. uh And also because whenever I go to Japan, the few times I've been, I've always been terrified of breaking any unspoken rules. Yeah. Because it's just a very strict place, you know, like you park your bike in the wrong place and people will make you feel like you killed their grandmother. Um, also, because as a child, and I've told this story like many times before in the show, I was interrogated by police um, in, in, in Japan after mm-hmm. like accidentally hitting somebody oh. <laughs> uh, on a snowboard. Um, and I don't to think s- you've told that story. I'm pretty sure I have. And I don't s- know the story at all. Well, it's, it's too long to tell now. Yeah, but fair. basically, I found myself as an 11, 12-year-old being interrogated by mm-hmm. Japanese police with a translator who was trying her best to like convey to them like what i was trying to tell them that it was an accident and i did not mean to attack this woman murder her with your (laughs) snowboard body but like they were yelling at me they were calling me a liar saying i was giving them wrong deed it's like whoa like i'm a kid like i'd get it if i was like you know a 16 17 year old punk yeah but i'm like this chubby fat kid in classes (laughs) and like they're going in man scary um so yeah, I think like, any culture that has honor high on their list is a tough hang. Man, you know what I mean, I, I I really like I'm good at going to any country where I don't speak the language because like for the most part it's fun to kind of like yeah. figure out how to communicate. Yeah. But man, in Japan, I just feel like I'm not in this club. Walking on eggshells. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Which might be a you know dishonorable. Yeah, walking on eggshells. Yeah. Like you, you got to preserve that tamago. Um, I guess the last question that we'll go is the deepest one that Ooh. we got from you can touch this try me he or she asks how much or do you, they you non-binary or they 
How much do you guys worry about the future versus enjoying life now? Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. Um, I think, if anything, I fall in the camp of not worrying about my future enough. Right. I feel like I'm pretty good about enjoying the now. I'm really good about understanding my blessings and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think life is a constant balancing act between those two things. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is that they didn't mention the third option, which is, I'm glad you didn't, which is like worrying about your past. Mm. Like that's the most useless thing, really. To just like harp on the past and the mistakes you made. and Unless you've killed somebody, then you should worry. Well, I mean, you should be in prison and that's all you should be able to do. Well, the thing is that if you worry, chances are you haven't been caught yet. True. Yeah. I also, I also, I also question the idea that you can't do at the same time, as in like focus on living in the now and also thinking about the future. Maybe not worrying about the future, but thinking about the future. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I'm 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 definitely like a very improvisational person by nature, like Same. very living in the now kind of situation, step Same. by step. But there is. Like, there's just so much value in, like, taking stock and, like, trying to figure out, like, where your life is headed. Mm-hmm. And I think, to, like John said, it's about a balance, right? But even then, it's not even a 50-50 balance. It could be a 90-10 balance where, like, 90% you live in the now. And yeah, for, like, no. every once in a while, yeah. you just, like, check in. Check, check in. in with yourself and figure out, like, where it is you want to go. Because I have definitely been in parts of my life where I'm just constantly living in the now. But the danger of that is that three years can go by and then suddenly you're like... <laughs> that is true. Oh, I've just been doing this and it's kind of been like s- sort of okay, but like it could have been better if I put some planning into something. Yeah. So like you c- you will definitely find yourself in those uh, situations in your own life if all you do is live in the now. Yeah. So... Uh, I'll yeah. say this though, and I think this is a cool way of putting it, is that try to create moments or look out for moments when you're in, where in the present... You say to yourself, good job, past me. Right. You know what I mean? We're like, oh. But you're reaping the seeds that you sowed. Is that the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're reaping the plants that... You're reaping the seeds that you... You're reaping the fruits of the seeds that you sowed. I know this. I play Stardew Valley. Okay. So, sowing means putting seeds into the ground. Mm -hmm. I guess you reap the crops. Yes. Okay. Got but it. yeah, yeah, because in that moment where it's like, oh man, I got to do that thing, and then I click on a thing or I move a thing, and I'm like, oh, past me took care of it, or did things that made it easier for me. Thanks, right. past me. Right, right, right. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it can be for small things, you know, like prep. Yeah. Or like, oh yeah, like, yeah. like back in my school days, I used to be like, wake up, get my shit ready. Yeah. It's a game changer to get your shit ready before you yeah. go to sleep. It can, it can be from small things like getting your shit ready um, for school, getting your shit ready before you cook a big meal. Yes. Um, stretching before exercise. Sure. <laughs> That's a very, very small one. Stretching before um, you jerk off, whatever. Uh, yeah. Or they can be like huge things of like a career change or like moving to a different country. Yep. Like life is not as short as they say but it's also not as long as they say you know like you have the time that you have yeah they're re- they are a real fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> you, you have the time that you have and what you do with it is completely your choice don't mm-hmm. ever feel like you have to be like stuck in one thing because of circumstance you know yeah, true. so every once in a while it's it's definitely a very invaluable thing to like um think about the small tiny shifts that you can make the big shifts that you can make like last week, I think I spoke about how like maybe music is not my first passion anymore. Mm. That doesn't mean it's not like a big part of my life still. Doesn't mean it's not a passion still. It just might not be the biggest passion in my life right now. 
And like, I'm at a point in my life where I'm stopping to take stock at like, man, what is that next thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that something that is going to prevent me from feeling burnt out from what I'm currently pursuing? Um, Fatherhood. <laughs> maybe. I don't know, man. Um, I, I don't feel... Um, I, I, I need to do a bit more planning before fatherhood. Because I think I'm I, I'm like... Or just live in the moment and have a baby. Uh, I think I'm like f- physically capable of raising a child. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that I would get frustrated or like leave or whatever. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Baby, like stay there. Like, Bye. Like I'm good with children. Like I think I'm physically prepared to do it is more so like life-wise. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not yet. But I also know clock's ticking and all that. Yeah. So, you know, it's that's definitely like something that comes to mind every once in a while. Man, I can't wait for like one of the like one of our musician friends to get a kid. Only one I know of children is like Kevin Lester, but he doesn't count because he's always been like an older person. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should make a poll, a pool of who's going to have a kid first. Ben King. Really? I think so. He's going to be an attractive kid. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So that was all the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Um, uh, we'll do this again next week. Pretty much. Yeah. that's what the podcast is what an underwhelming way to oh next week when we do this i will be 29 years old oh my god hey i completely forgot about my my birthday this year like it's been such a fucking corona yeah time it's like time has not meant anything it's man we couldn't do episode 129 when you turn 29 oh this sucks wait this episode one this episode's one two eight point five But yeah, I'll be I'll be older the next time we speak. So send um, in your birthday greetings. Hopefully, I'll be smarter too. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the hope. Or maybe I would have been canceled by then. It seems like that's something that's happening. Lately. Yeah, you'll bounce back. You don't even like music anymore, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, you're the best. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. Good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang